Welcome. It is the Ski Bum Podcast, and it is your pals, Mario and Brian. Mario, what's up? Getting excited. It's almost Christmas and New Year's and skiing. There's a lot of good stuff going on. Oh, yes, there is. And our main topic, it's just going to be us rambling a little bit about Christmas, what's going on, what's been going on this past week, a couple of terrible Christmas slash ski movies that Uh I watched over the last couple of days. So a couple of fun things to be chatting about in the main topic. We're keeping this one light. This one should be relatively short for our standards because we want to make sure we get something out for Christmas. So when people are driving around, sitting in traffic, hopefully not stuck at the airport, which a lot of people probably are. Got to feed your ears, right? Have something to listen to. Yes. So thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. Check us out, skibumpodcast.com. We're on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Untapped, YouTube, at Ski Bum Podcast. Send us an email, skibumpodcast at gmail.com. As a shop, boom, at the shop, you're not going to get it before Christmas. That's for sure. Because you know what? This is coming out probably at Christmas time. But But this is still pretty dope. You can have it ready for maybe, maybe New Year's if you're super lucky New Year's. Probably not though either. MLK, you'll have it. President's Day, you'll have it. Valentine's Day. Well, that's nice. Come on. You'd be skiing and, you know, rocking some swag. We got some shirts for the ladies. Ladies, get something for your man. We got it all. Skibumpodcast.com slash shop. What else is there? We're hoping to get our uh, one of our sponsors back. We're still in negotiations right now. They're not, throwing, they're not throwing in a plane right now, which is a massive bone of contention. Our agent is on top of it as we speak. Yes, we, we to had to walk Christmas away from the table. Happen. Trying to make a Christmas miracle happen. G4, G5, no, we need a G6. That's how we do it. We'll see how That's it right. goes. Yes. Or a Cessna. I don't really care. I'm not, I'm not that shit. <laughs> a barn, one of those barnstormer planes, right? That's fine too. Oh, that'd be as fun. Long as, as long as we're flying private, I don't care. Get the goggles, put your, just put your, your ski stuff on and you jump out of the there. Plane. That's it. That's actually a great idea. Just have like a parachute and your ski gear. Oh, we could paraglide with the skis on. Yeah. Right from the airplane. Forget hell of skiing. Plane of skiing. Bam, plane of skiing. Yeah. Plane to parachute. That's right. <laughs> Patreon, like Mario just mentioned, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash ski bum podcast. If you want to support us, we got to beef it up. I know. I know. I know. You think I don't know? I know. We're going to beef it up. It's going to be awesome. But you can get on the ground floor now and be a Patreon. You could support it. You can even be a producer of the show. That'd be kind of cool, right? Fulfill your dreams and fulfill our dreams at the same time. Synergy, cohesion, meshing. Powerful. It's the holiday season. Miracles do happen now. Believe holiday it. Holiday power. That's right. White power. All... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Mario, let's kick this off the way we always do. It's time for our pray today. Well, it's been one hell of a week, I must say. Um, out of all the lives of my professional, you know, my day job professional career, uh, this was probably up there with one of the more stressful ones. Um, so needless to say, I had uh, some nice chocolate, which is has a little Blue bit of THC cootie. in there. Mm. Um, it was delicious, but I was just telling Brian, I'm like, you know, you have that and you're like, you want to just have a little bit. I only do like two, three milligrams at a time. Like I don't want to over, you know, and that's a hundred milligram chocolate bar. So 
it tastes so good. And I'm like, you know, before you know it, you're in for about 50 milligrams of THC and you're riding lightning. So, and really um, you want almost like a Hershey bar with just like five, right? That's what I want. I wish somebody made that. Like, why don't you just like, well, here's what you do. You just buy some Hershey bars or maybe something better, like a Giardelli or something. Yeah. Cut half the Giardelli bar in half, put a chunk of the weed in there, melt it together and make a new chocolate bar. I think that's what I'm going to have to do. That's, that was I was thinking about that as I'm eating my little tiny piece. I'm like, that's a lot really of effort. But it is a lot of effort, but I do a guy, my first job out of college. And again, to me, it sounded so bizarre at the time. And now it all makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so this guy, he used to make, like, he used to buy like bulk. I don't know if it was bulk chocolate. Or yeah. Like, it's, like at the, I don't know if it's like a baker supply store or where he would get this stuff. Do they have it in like Michael's? If you want to make your own chocolate stuff, they got the molds, all that stuff. He used to make his own turtles. Oh, nice. You know, like the turtles, it's, they look like a turtle. And how you make them is you have a mold that looks like a turtle and you paint the chocolate in there. So he would like melt his own chocolate. He would paint the chocolate or pour it in however you do it. Then he'd make his own caramel. Nice. Because what a turtle is, it's a, it's milk chocolate. There's a pecan, there's caramel. It's delicious. I mean, you could buy the ones from, I don't know, Nestle or whoever makes them, and they're good. These homemade ones were absolutely out of this world, insanely good. And again, it's like a 23-year-old. I did not have the palate, the appreciation, the sophistication. Oh, you didn't like them? Oh, I loved them. Oh, okay. But I also didn't realize how amazing they were. Right, eating like a handful, and the dude's like, it took me like, 20 hours to make that oh, and dude like, and they were like thick too they were like big thick ones homemade caramel oh my nice. god they were so good out of this world i think but that's you know, a lot of effort if i hit the lottery i think i'd take a month and just bake a bunch of stuff just make confections i don't know why wouldn't you just hire like jacques papin to come to your house then and like do it for you jacques torrens that's the guy that's the guy jacques torrens i get his his emails every day now they're doing the the uh End of year sale, all the stuff that didn't sell. They're like, <laughs> all the stuff from like the summer. The summer. Sale. Go ahead, get this. This is for, you know, welcoming in fall. Key lime pies are on sale. <laughs> yeah, Valentine's Day hearts. Like, yeah. yeah, that's from last year. Um, so anyway, since it was a rough day, I had had a little, you know, little chocolate to highlight my going to Hellcat Maggie. Hellcat Maggie. Whiskey. Now is that Really good whiskey or really terrible whiskey? Because I don't think it could be in the middle. It's not good, <laughs> but it's not terrible. Let's put really? that way. Okay. That surprises uh, me. It's not in a plastic bottle. See? That's uh, something. So, Hellcat Mary, it's called? Maggie. Hellcat Maggie. Maggie. Mm. It's actually not bad. It's a little Irish a little whiskey. Rough. Irish whiskey. Okay. It's a little rough, uh, but. <laughs> Throw a few cubes in there, let them melt a little. It's great. You know, have a little water. Um, would I say this is great? But no, but it kind of highlights the, the week I had. You just want something that's just going to kill you at this point. <laughs> you just finished the job. Um, but yeah, so having that. Well, here's figured. the thing. Did you know that this was a Hellcat Mary or Maggie? was the pseudonym of an American criminal and early member of the Dead Rabbits. She was a well-known personality in Manhattan's Five Points District and a noted fighter. 
Her teeth reportedly filed into points and who wore long claw-like brass fingernails who fought alongside the dead rabbits and other five pointers against rival nativist gangs from the Bowery, most especially the Bowery Boys during the early 1840s. Gangs in New York. Yeah. Mm. Although there is little information on her life, she is one of the earliest female criminals of the gangs of New York era and has been compared to later women criminals such as Goddess Mag and Battle Annie, the latter leading the female auxiliary of the Gopher Gang during the 1870s. Damn, that's a badass gang. See, you can learn stuff on this show. See, all just from a a nice, simple drink. Mm -hmm. So I got this for, I think... I love the tasting notes. These tasting notes are hilarious. This is from Whiskey (laughs) Sidekick. Perfect medicine for a cold, like a honey lemon Ricola, smooth with hints of rubbing alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get that. I think that's how they... uh, how they get the, the real kick in there through a little yeah. rubbing alcohol. <laughs> so this works Off out good. Maggie. You know, kind of. She must have been a goer back in her day. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Teeth with a, with a filed like into points. Damn. Yikes. And and I guess that was the precursor to the tramp stamp. Oh, that's... <laughs> I mean, Do you get the teeth ha- filed down or you just get a tramp stamp? Dude, what was dentistry like in the 1840s? I don't think they had any dentures. They just pulled teeth. Just some dude with some whiskey and a saw. Right? He's like, all right, Elkhead Maggie, I'll file these down. Probably just didn't even go to doctors. Just file it herself. She's probably sitting there just filing them down. Just sitting there. Like, what else he doing? You know, like, there's no Facebook. You're not on yeah. Instagram, like, swiping. You're just like, just filing. Just waiting to get down. the plague and die about that time. of, Right? Like a lady. Like a lady. Like a lady. She was a the first tooth model. <laughs> like crest white strips. Like she's using those. Does it even matter at that point? <laughs> that would be a great ad for crest white strips. Even Hellcat Mary uses them. Hellcat Maggie uses them. <laughs> oh, I put this prick right off. <laughs> oh, shit. Can you imagine? That would be a really, like... Getting hummer from her, and it's like, whoa! You're taking your life in your own hands. You're gonna learn today. Taking <laughs> over. <laughs> you can do whatever she says right now. I uh, I wish there was some sort of picture of her. Oh, there's gotta be. Yeah. Scour the internet. I mean, they're showing pictures of Goddess Mag. She was six foot plus tall. Female bouncer. No picture of Battle Annie though, but. Hey, maybe do a little research. I guess, was she actually a character in Gangs of New York? You know, they didn't have a lot of women characters. Oh, they do have a character. They do? Oh, they have a drawing. Oh, my God. It's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to. I want to look away. Holy crap. That bad, huh? Um, Ugh, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't look at this. You're fucking right. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. It's like a horror, like the style of the drawing is so creepy. Oh my God, it's so creepy. Dude, I'm like, oh. Okay, so there is a. What was that thing a couple years ago? That weird thing those kids were looking at, that weird guy with the bulging eyes. That was like a thing. (laughs) Oh, the Momo or something? Momo or something, yeah. 
Okay, I'm trying to... Come on, let's see. Oh, boy. If this weed kicks in and we're looking at pictures of Hellcat Mag, <laughs> it could get dark and scary oh, real God, quick. God, dude, here. Let me send you this. No, send me nothing. I want to see nothing. This is from the Lower Manhattan Historical Association. Yeah. And it's it's a... I guess a rendering, but it's a very realistic rendering of what she would have looked like. Oh, these teeth, yeah. Oh, my God. What in the F? You know what? It's one of those things, like, when you see teeth like that, it just doesn't... It's so outside our, like, what we consider normal. Or even, like, you know, people with bad teeth, you're like, well, at least they're, like, kind of, like, the same, but they're just a little bit off. (sighs) But this this is, like, a different species. Man, it's just as disturbing as seeing like a little kid zombie. You're like, why do you got to do that for like a little kid? That just yeah. doesn't look right. Freaks you yeah. out. Yeah, yeah they Maggie. have a. There's it's another one like that has eye fingers too. They have, they call it the hero claw. So, I don't think this is the original one. This is a rendering of one somebody made one that is what she would have worn on mm-hmm. iCollector.com. com 120 bucks but it looks pretty creepy as hell too yeah. i'm sending you that too oh thanks so i'm not gonna be sleeping tonight which is great <laughs> it's almost like a freddy krueger claw yeah she has those like this is those brass fingernails she had yeah like a wolverine freddy krueger kind of thing it is creepy as shit yeah Wow. What went down in Hellcat Maggie's early life to make her this messed up? Damn. Dark times, bro. Dark, dark times. So there was a movie. She was in a movie. I don't know what. So this is, I guess, something that was used in a movie. And it's only the left hand claw. But I guess she used to have two hand claws. Mm -hmm. So the person that had this took the right one as a keepsake from the set. Oof. And they're selling the left one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how many bidders could there possibly be? Yeah, she was in Gangs of New York. That's what it was. Okay. I'm going to rewatch right next that. Movie. To Leo. That's oh, horrible. It's terrifying. It is. Picture right? her with like an ear that she ripped off. <laughs> it's goddamn terrifying. Wow. Can you imagine like skiing and she's behind you, like chasing you? That'd be terrifying. I don't know if I want to drink this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be an awesome horror movie? I get a bunch of like weirdos from the past who somehow they've transported almost like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, but they know how to ski and they're hunting you down. Oh, that's terrifying. Like a Rick and Morty skiing. (laughs) It was like Rick and Morty and Bill and Ted and gangs of New York combined. Oh, it's just mixed in and just, just terror. That's the weird mix, but you know. Can you imagine if when you drank this Hellcat Maggie, like you saw visions of her? It just like or it just like melts your teeth into like filed spikes. Oh, that maybe that's what happens. Yeah, it's possible. I want to know the people that make this whiskey. Like, are they are they like kin to her or something? Like, yeah, right. Because there's no way offspring? she. There's no way she did. No, <laughs> did there's, she have there's kids? Just, there's no way. Foreplay with. Hellcat Maggie just did not go well for anybody. Yeah, but she could probably make people do whatever she wanted. That's the problem. This is true. This Damn. is true. 
Okay, that was a terrifying crawl through the internet. Yeah, seriously. Look Last it up. Have some that. fun. Have a nice Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's change the subject. What do you got, Brian? I'm at a happier place right now. <laughs> I was I was between a couple of beverages. You know, I I like keeping things festive. You know, I love I love yeah. Christmas time. It's it is the most wonderful time of the year, as as the old cliche goes. There were two other drinks that I was considering for this. First, I had an eggnog IPA, which Ooh. I had last year from Kane. It's actually quite good, surprisingly. I, it is a leftover from last year. I had a four pack and one didn't get consumed. And it's funny when you're in 4th of July weekend. Jumping. You see that little fucker? What's that? The cat just jumped up onto the... <laughs> oh yeah, look at it back there over your head. He's like, wow. He's gonna, Watch it on YouTube. Watch this that's, cat. Watch Hellcat. Maybe that's Hellcat it's, Kitty. Maybe that Maggie's reincarnated <laughs> as your cat. Oh, what the hell is he doing? I don't know. Well, he's pretty up there. He's pretty porky too. So I'm like, what does he go with? You know, with that much weight, you can't get up there, kitty cat. You'd be surprised. Cats are magical like that. Oh, yeah. So yeah, watch the video on YouTube. You can watch Mario's cat kind of existing in the background He's there. He's jumping on my head. He's going to jump on me. Cat Maggie. <laughs> cat Maggie. Sorry about that. Yeah. So yeah, I was thinking about doing the eggnog IPA. And again, it's a leftover from last year. And it's funny when you're like 4th of July weekend, you're looking in your fridge and you're like, that sounds awful right now. But <laughs> he jumped. Cat down. Cat down. He's fine. <laughs> As you move into this part of the season, it makes a lot more sense having a beer with eggnog in it. So I was thinking about doing that. Didn't. I was thinking about just doing eggnog. A little bit of whiskey. That would have been nice. Didn't do oh. that. What I did was, Mario, you'll appreciate this. I did. Can you can't really see because I want to put over my oh, keyboard. Glühwein? Did some glue vine, yeah. Nice. A few weeks ago, if you've ever listened to this podcast at this time of the year in history, we've talked about this pretty much every year. It's Melanie a big just said to me the other day, "Mary, you haven't made Jaeger tea," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm too lazy right now." Set your game up, son. Got to step it up. Got to step it up. What this is, this is a big apres ski drink in the Alps and in some finer establishments across North America as well. What it is, it's a mulled wine. If you want to do it on the simple, this is how I make mine. I get a jug of Carlo Rossi, probably, <sighs> probably a, a gallon. Yanti. Yeah, whatever. It's five liters, whatever the biggest yeah. giant of sizes. Usually, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's either Burgundy or Chianti. Chianti, Cabernet, one of those. Ones. It doesn't matter at that point. It's all called, it's all just the same stuff. I think the the original one was like a Burgundy, wasn't it? Which is a so. blend. Yeah, use that. Put a little bit of uh, lemon and lime. You get the juices, cloves, cinnamon stick, brandy, mm. a lot of brandy. Mix all together. Get it nice and warm. Don't boil it. Obviously, don't want to burn off the alcohol. A little bit of sugar, probably to taste. Mix it all up, let it sit for a little bit. Let all those oils and flavors from the citrus, from the, the rinds in come in. Nice. Oh, and you know what? It's actually, it's better if it sits for a while. Like, let it sit for like a week or two. It's just such a nice drink. You warm it up. And mm. don't, don't heat it up too much. You don't want to burn the alcohol off because you want that, that little like warm a buzz. Half a minute, not even a half a minute in the microwave, right? It's like a hug from the inside, this stuff. <laughs> it's just delicious. Uh, yeah, we made it a good. few weeks ago. Uh, I still think of just Austria and Switzerland, just getting that apres ski. And it was just the best, especially on oh, a yeah. cold, you know, nice cold day, a lot of skiing, tired. Ah, 
just warms your soul. Delicious. Mm. That sounds pretty good right now. It is a Christmas Eve favorite at our house. So we've already got a a little bit made. Going to make some more tomorrow. Made it a few weeks ago. So this is the first batch of the season. And tomorrow will be the second batch. And Nice. uh, But now my sister cannot drink this stuff because apparently when she was like 12, she drank three or four cups of it. And she was probably 47 Uh pounds back then. That'll do it. And yeah, the 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 purple throw up is just at that age not really so, not such a wonderful thing. It's not it's not as festive as beautiful as you think it would be. If you thought wine stained, that puke from <laughs> the wine puke stains even more. And it gets in your nose too. It gets yeah. just it's with you for it. like weeks. This Bad. is a proper grown up drink. Hey, you just you have one little, warm you up. You got to be a little sophisticated with it. Yeah. Yeah. So glue vine. I'll put a link in the show notes. There was a great recipe that we were using on Chowhound. I like my original family recipe, which is a little more involved. But it is very That's secret. Good. It's in a vault and you can't. It is divulge. secret. Yes, cannot divulge. The Chowhound one was a great, slightly simpler version, but apparently Chowhound's website is just gone. Is so, it? Damn. I'll tell you this, people. Don't assume things on the internet will always be there. Like, I have a wonderful French toast recipe that I use from Alton Brown. I've decided to print it out because I don't know when that website is going to go away. And and you got nothing. You can't depend on it. You got you need hard copy. You need paper. Don't forget Damn. about paper. Damn. So I like Chowhound. They just put up there. Thank you for making Chowhound a vibrant, passionate community of food trailblazers for 25 years. We wish you all the best on your future culinary endeavors. And that's that. That's it. You didn't support us, you broke ass bitches, and now you got nothing. Now <laughs> you got what no they really wanted to write. That's in so many words. Yep. So uh looking at us, patreon.com slash ski bum podcast. You don't want to go to our website and see this message, do you? you? Gotta support us. No, you don't. Don't let us be the next chow hound. Don't let us be the next chow hound. That could be our our you know call to action to donate and support us. Wouldn't it be better if we were like bar stools for skiing? Ooh, bar stool for skiing. Like ski lift. Ski stool. Ski stool. Ski stool. I pray bar stool. I don't know. Something. Ski Adirondack chair. How about that? Ski Adirondack chair. Yeah. Something like that. So yeah. Just just go. Be a patron. It's it's good for you. If you'll feel good. We'll feel good. Everybody wins. I think Patreon. my teeth are starting to on podcast. What's that? My teeth, teeth are starting out. to get sharp. Oh, they are. Dude, I'm Damn. looking at you. You're, you're transforming Damn. in front of our very eyes. <laughs> Arr. What are you doing? Brushing your teeth? Not exactly. I think you're, you're at work at your desks are doing that. Yeah. What, what would they do? Doing? They'd be like, that guy's crazy. But right they HR. let him do it. Give him a promotion. They bite someone's head off. <laughs> Sir, you get to work remote now. Can you imagine you show up to work one after a weekend, like a long weekend, you got like filed down teeth? Like, oh what's up, everybody? Yeah. They'd be like, just stay away from him, man. Just he crazy. It's going like full fight club. Oh yeah. It's every week. Like, something crazy. Stay away. Yeah. It's <laughs> like by now I don't even wear pants to work. <laughs> That's right. Everybody just leaves me alone anyway. Yeah. Let's go to ski news. <laughs> Oh, my God.
And I don't know if you've noticed this, but there has been some crazy, crazy weather happening all over the country right now. Maddening. And hopefully, if you're traveling, you're safe and you're already where you need to be. Because things are a little bit nutty. Out in Denver, they this they're calling it a bomb cyclone, which I know we had a couple years ago too. I guess it's Still, a real thing. It's an oldie but a goodie. They like the they like the bomb shock factor. They're bringing it back. So this Arctic blast triggered a seventy five degree temperature swing in Denver, the Damn. second largest on record. A reading of minus twenty four degrees at Denver International Airport marks the second coldest December day in Denver since 1990. Damn. So a historic Siberian cold front blasted Colorado with sub-zero temperatures and bone-rattling wind chills Thursday, laying waste to travel holiday plans and shutting down major thoroughfares as city officials scrambled to open enough warming shelters to protect people from the vicious elements. Denver, I was there in October. There are so many homeless people there. Maybe now there's not. Maybe they got frozen out. I don't know. Maybe they went to Florida. Maybe they were decided to get somewhere warmer for the winter. Got Why would you be homeless in Denver? What a stupid spot to be homeless. But Yeah, you're basically fighting getting frozen to death every day just about in the winter. Oh, my God. Seriously. So temperatures, like I said, minus 24 on Thursday morning marking the coldest December day since 1990 and one degree away from setting a record low for the month. The 75 degree temperature drop from Wednesday's high to Thursday's low was the second largest two-day swing on record in Denver, according to the weather service. And it came with about four inches of snow. Wind chills were reported Thursday to be as low as minus 54 near the Nebraska state line. So that four inches of fresh snow must have been light and powdery. Yeah, right? seriously, right? So, of course, 600 flights were canceled in and out of Denver on Thursday. 700 delayed. Good old Southwest canceled 71% of its flights in and out of DIA. And I'm sure customers were very calm and very respectful. Very Orderly happy. lines, talking nicely to the customer service people, of course. Yeah, kind of bonding over their shared... Yeah, you know, troubles. They'll have wonderful stories to share in in their the annals of their Christmas history at some point. I'm right sure. now it might be a little bit rough, but eventually they'll have stories to tell. It's like yeah. a Garth Brooks song or something. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, parts of I seventy in the high country were shut down because of crashes and adverse weather. Most metro area just hunkered down inside. They set up a 24-hour warming shelter in the Coliseum on Wednesday. That had this, uh, was for 225 people. So, yeah, crazy stuff happening in Denver. I'm getting cold listening to this story. <laughs> it's going to warm up eventually. Sometime later next week. They said the high on Thursday at DIA was minus 2. The last time Denver had a high temperature below zero was February 5th, 2014, when it was minus one. The record was minus seven in 1990. 
Wow. So crazy, crazy stuff going on in Denver right now. Crazy that's happening right at Christmas week too. I mean, right before a huge week for all the big ski areas. Everyone's trying to get everybody in, get them safe, get them on the slopes because this is a huge week. Oh yeah, they have a picture of a dude working outside and he's super bundled up. And I'm like, I don't know how you even bundle up for that. You got to cover every, like he doesn't even have goggles. Like you got to have everything covered, man. Yeah, it said the exposed skin could become quickly frostbitten or frozen. Dangerously cool winds, chills could cause frostbite on exposed skin in as little as five minutes. Damn. And you know, you got to worry about that when you go skiing. It's that cold. You better bundle everything up or uh, you're going to have something frozen. 100%. Get those heated boots. If you were, you just got some new boots recently, yeah, spend the money. If you want to keep your your little piggies all, intact and nice and warm nice i know mario warm. you made the investment you got the heated boots i did get them and you know since i got them i don't <laughs> i haven't skied in killington on a nice freaking cold day to even use them yeah so i don't get the benefit but they're I, op- I opted not to get the heated boots and i got frostbite but yeah see it is what it is that's the rub it is what it is and it's not just denver where this is happening it's cold weather not at all. There's a bomb cyclone that's dropping bombs in Vermont. Uh, so they're saying one dead and thousands without power heading into uh, icy night on Vermont's roadways. So they're showing trees down, lines down. Um, I don't know. I guess it's windy now too, right? So because I was wondering, like, why would a tree go down if it's really cold? Like it's just yeah, it was crazy wind. So yeah, they're saying. Uh, this is in Winooski, that picture they have there. And it's during a windstorm on Friday, which is today. Um, and temperatures were expected to drop like a rock Friday afternoon. Um, and they are saying it is pretty freaking cold up there. Yeah, I know Killington right now has a message on their website saying that due to the weather, lifts are not scheduled to open until 9 a.m. on Saturday the 24th. Yeah, it's Keep starting eyes. to close some ski areas, right? Yeah, a couple places are without power. Keep your eyes on the conditions page for possible lift delays and updates in the morning. Yeah, between down trees from the wind and heavy cold and down wires, and it's it's going to make it dicey. So definitely check before you go anywhere. Yeah, they said that actually one person even died mm. because of... Was it a tree that fell on them? I think they were saying. Oh, wow. I mean, it, it's... Yeah, like a lot of wind. A and falling tree killed a 51-year-old of... woman Friday morning. Oh, geez. And, and the they actually pe- have a list in here of all the shelters, warming shelters that'll be open. So mm-hmm. definitely take a look. They're saying at the peak, Friday's wind caused more than 75,000 outages making it the second or third worst storm in the last 15 to 20 years. Nearly 50,000 households and other customers remain without power heading into the evening. Hmm. And again, this is like Christmas weekend. Like this is, this is the weekend for kids. So I know uh, a friend of ours on the East coast ski chat was saying that up in New Hampshire, they had line trucks filled at hotels in, uh, in the um, Conway, North Conway area in New Hampshire. Just waiting. Because again, 
they're trying to make sure everyone can still get there. There's still power. They can still get to the hotels because they do not want to lose those customers this week. It is, it is critical for them to be open. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, man. And speaking of critical, how about the chairlift that got ripped off the cable in high winds with a skier on board at big fancy $250, a lift ticket Breckenridge. Buy a $250 lift ticket. You're out there and all of a sudden, boom, you're off. Yep. That's what happens, people. You got that 20% off your Epic Pass last year. Guess which lift didn't get maintained because they had to save money. Think about that, right? High winds at Breckenridge caused a chair to be ripped from the cable and fall to the ground. The chair was occupied at the time of the fall. Thankfully, the person involved was not injured and declined medical care. Hopefully, huh. they called their lawyer. They lawyer, lawyer, medical care, lawyer, lawyer, <laughs> lawyer. That's right. God damn it. Do you want to own a chunk of Breckenridge? Do you want a freaking, do you want a condo there? It's lawyer. Right there. Better call Saul, brother. That's right. At approximately 10.35 a.m. today, a chair dislodged from the hall rope on the Peak 8 Super Connect. And it was reaching, as it was reaching the top terminal. One guest was on the chair at the time and fell approximately 13 feet. Ski patrol responded immediately. No injuries were reported and the guests declined further care. We placed the highest value on the safety of our guests and the peak eight super connect will remain closed for the rest of the day. We are still actively gathering information and the lift will undergo a full inspection prior to reopening to the public. Now there is... There is a video. Yeah, I was just showing watching the it, Twitter video. showing it down. It's not actually the process of it falling. Yeah, but the guy's on it, like waiting to get off. And this just fell in front of him. And I'm like, that's pretty yeah. terrifying. I mean, it's it's super gnarly, the conditions that the guy is in. Yeah. Damn. Luckily, they had a ton of snow. And a, like I said, it just fell right before the terminal at the top there. Um. Oh, yeah, it's it's super scary. And if you think about it, like think how many chairlifts there are in the country, how often they run and how little this does happen. Think about the whole world. It's pretty impressive. It's very rare, right? Remember that crazy ass Russian one last year that just like took off backwards? Oh, yeah, that was the backwards one. Spinning around backwards like super fast. There was one in Europe that the line fell, remember? Terrifying. Yes. I don't even think about mm-hmm. it. It's yeah. nuts. Yeah. Um, well, on brighter news, if you're going on a nice ski trip and you want to have skis that fold right into your luggage, Elon is, is relaunching uh, their high-performance all-mountain folding ski. Now, this they launched a while back, and I guess it had some snags, kind of like the samsung fold the phone that folds you know yep. anything that folds they're gonna have to work out that technology but um yeah this looks pretty cool so you have skis they fold together you know they fold you know right in the middle i guess down and it, i guess it protects the bottoms and you can chuck it right in your luggage or a small bag to carry it yeah you can see in the picture at the bottom of the article we're just snagging this uh from snow brains they have a picture and it's almost like a 
like a tripod bag, it looks like, huh. because they say they fold down to a meter, which three is feet. about three feet. Yeah, they offer in three different lengths, 160, 166, 172, making them skiable for a variety of heights. Hmm. Tips 127, waist 78, tail 110. And then one of the cool things about it is it's got a special rotating binding, hmm. which is what allows it to even fold. So you kind of swing the binding out, yeah. fold it up, and then I guess fold the binding down. Well, I guess it's good. The binding probably gives it strength and stability on the fold part, right? Because that's the biggest concern, I'm sure, is once you have that fold part, it could probably pop up. So now if you put the binding, you know, swings back over, Mm -hmm. now you're actually bridging that with the binding as well to give it more. Kind of reinforcing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I mean, if you think about it. Yeah, it's interesting. It says in the article too, that they've been making folding skis for military use for a while now. Nice. 10th Mountain, right? 10th Mountain, I'm sure. Yeah but this is the first one that they're making for civilians. I got to get a pair of these. Yeah. Well, they have the ability to fold with a four axis technology. The strong and flexible carbon reinforced plate promises no compromise on performance. Hmm. Yeah. This is, I mean, if you, I want to see somebody win a world cup race with with these. (laughs) And they could be like, what'd you do after I fold my skis and I, I walk off. I'm out of here. Just put me a little bit. Almost like the guy with a pool cue. You know, like the guy when you go to the pool hall. Yeah. The guy has the, the pool stick all in a little briefcase. You're like, oh, boy. Or even trouble. better, you, you fold it up and you put in like a little violin case or a, a guitar case. <laughs> yeah, right. And just walk off like, I'm going. How you doing? I'm just going just gonna to do some skiing. That's right. Yeah, these would be really cool just to try out. But you know what? Imagine you're the guy who has, you know, like 10 pairs of skis. You're super wealthy. You're an amazing skier. And you're like, I just need something for, for quick shots. And I don't want to have a giant bag. And well, you're at the office. Little piano, like a little yeah. flute, flute case, <laughs> clarinet case, yeah. skis in there. Well, think about it. You're at the office. Powder's falling all over the place. You're like, I'm going to just leave at lunch and go catch a flight. Get my folding skis, jump on the flight. Don't even check a bag. You bring in that carry-on. Boom. It's like like George Jetson or something. Yeah. Going right from the uh the mountain, all dressed up, boom. Right on the slopes. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's super cool. I'm trying to see how much these bad boys cost. Because that would be good to know as well. Yeah, there's another picture on here, and they're showing what it looks like folded. So yeah. Pretty much the binding swings out. You fold it in half and you swing the binding around to the front. Nice. So it compacts it to about half the size of the ski. Which, yeah, if you're if you're traveling, man, what a big difference. Like that's that's huge. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it was uh developed based on the model for the Slovenian army, meant to increase mobility, transport capability and helicopter operations oh wow yep very cool pretty pretty neat so good stuff if you're still looking for that last minute christmas gift maybe you can find a way to pick what pair of these up all right here's elon's website 
Is it Elon? Elon. Elon. Not Elon Musk. Elon. Elon. Available in three colors. Yeah, see, they have like a special bag for it too, which is pretty cool. And they have like the, uh, you know, the, the poles that can adjust as well. Yeah, the telescoping poles. Yeah. Those are pretty nice. All right, so here you can buy a package. Oh, they have up to 178 here. All right, say you want a pair of 172. Ah, so it's making you find a dealer. So like on their website, they have that that image with New York City and like you're skiing down a mountain. And yeah, isn't that crazy? Like right into the, I'm like, I took a double take. I'm like, that is a pretty cool idea, like conceptually, right? I actually Photoshopped that once. I showed, I had uh, kind of the Hudson River with New York city in the background, but like the, the closest background. And then mm-hmm. I put like, I forget like Whistler or something right behind it. Nice. And it looked pretty cool. That was many years ago. One yeah. of our Instagram posts or whatever, but yeah, they have this bag. It's a hundred centimeters long. I don't know. Translate that. I don't know what a centimeter is, but they show the, it's got a special bag. It has like a, you know, the telescoping poles, the brush, some, uh, like a little, almost like a microfiber bag, like a microfiber uh, towel to clean them off. I don't know. This is kind of cool. For If you're a jet setter, there is no price on here. Damn it. They're priceless. (laughs) They are priceless. (laughs) They're lit. Oh, it's telling you to go find a dealer. Oh, you can't select the color or anything. Damn it. It is a whole package. Find a dealer. eBay's got them for twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, that bag is pretty cool because it fits your boots and your helmet and everything in like a duffel bag. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, like I said, eBay's got them on sale for like twelve hundred, but 1, I don't think it's got all the parts to it. It's only one hundred and sixty centimeters too. Damn. I'm not showing the kid, but again, if you're traveling and you want some some great skis, this could be a pretty cool option. So, if we get more information, we'll keep looking. We'll try to figure this out. So, check yeah. out Elon.com for more info. Elonskis.com. E L E L A N S K I S.com. The Voyager. I'll have cool. links in the show notes. And I'll do it for the ski news. And now on to our main topic. As we've been talking about, it's Christmas week. It's going to be Christmas when this is released. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy whatever you're doing right now. Happy celebration time. Happy Hellcat Maggie. Happy Hellcat Maggie. Oh, look it up. Just look it up. Oh, it's brutal. So I finally got on the snow this week. I was so happy. Nice. I went out to Blue Mountain out in the Poconos by me. And I love, I love the energy of that right before Christmas. Like anytime you go anywhere, like ski related, like everyone's just in a good mood. Everyone's happy. You chat with people on the chairlift. Like everyone's just like, oh, it's a great day out there today. I'm fun. I lucked out. It was probably... I think the high was going to be 34 that day. They were 
blowing the hell out of the mountain. I mean, they, they had gotten some pretty decent snow the week before. And it's one of those drives too, where cause when I was driving from, there was zero snow. And then as I got closer to the mountain, they started seeing parking lots just full of big old piles of snow. And then as you got closer to the mountain, even more, you saw snow all over the place. You're like, Oh, this is great. And then, you know, you get there, there's snow, there's ice, they're blowing snow. Wasn't fully open. It was, you know, enough to, to wet the beak, which was good. You know, get that first day in there. Get a little bit of, you know, going down the mountains. Nice. Oh, it was so much fun. Like the first couple of runs, like everything was in such great shape. It was, it was just fun. It was nice. And then it started getting a little more crowded too. Like, you know, snowboarders wake up at like 10 or 11. So they wake up and have like four Red Bulls then come out. <laughs> love, love. We love our snowboarding brothers. And sisters. Uh, <laughs> Red Bulls, if you bong hits and then they get out. On all the old guys who were there early though. So, you know, it was, it was kind of nice, but uh, that was a fun spot. So I was glad I was able to get out there, get some, uh, you know, some time on the snow Christmas week. I usually avoid Christmas week skiing like the plague, but I can't anymore. Mm. Like I just, my, my kids are off. So when everybody's off. You got to go I'm just off. So, you know, we got a couple of days planned already for next week. So I'm excited just to get out there to get them out there. It's going to be my daughter's first year skiing. So I can't wait to nice. see her little, see this little adorable little purple coat with a big old fuzzy hood. And oh. little guys are talking about doing jumps, my son. So it's, oh, it's wow. going to be awesome. He's so, ready to go. Yeah, we got a couple of small hills we're going to, but you know, enough to to get them out there to get them comfortable, to have some fun, and hopefully we can ditch them the week after, and me and my wife can go do some real skiing. Uh, but we'll, we shall see about that. That is to TBD. TBD. And as I talked about earlier, I watched a terrible but also heartwarming Christmas movie this week. I actually watched a bunch of them. Now I have a very low tolerance for shitty movies and TV shows because I have no time to watch things. But for some reason during the week of Christmas, it's like my, my bullshit detector just takes a vacation. Like it just, <laughs> just bails. It goes, you know what? Are you sitting, you watch a bunch of bad movies on purpose. You just kind of not on purpose. I'm just, I'm just more open to the experience. All right. And I'll be honest because I was skiing this week too that put my mind and body in a better spot that I was able to be a little more calmer, a little more welcoming, a little more open skiing really is. It does what all those pharmaceutical Xanaxes and all that bullshit. They, with that, they say that will do for you. Skiing will do for you naturally. There you go. Not medical advice. I'm an idiot, but <laughs> it works for me. So I watched this movie. It was called, I forgot the name of it. I was I was thinking about it. It has Lindsay Lohan in it. Uh, you had it right there. That's Lindsay it. That, Lohan. That kind of explains it all. And what? It She's was in a bad fall, movie? What? Falling for Christmas, it was called. And it's funny. Is it because, on Hallmark? No, it's Netflix. <laughs> it's funny because it was called Falling for Christmas. And there's a, apparently another movie from five or six years ago called Falling for Christmas. Huh. Which I guess everyone just keeps falling for Christmas. That's right. And I'll I'll I won't give any spoiler alerts now because it's uh it's a humdinger. But this she's a rich spoiled hotel heiress and she lives at this um, you know her her father you know again 
bought, started this hotel chain. And she lives in this epic, like ski town penthouse hotel. And she's kind of a rich, useless chick. It already sounds horrible. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her like <laughs> douchebag influencer boyfriend is going to propose to her and like they fall off the cliff and she like loses her memory. And this hunky guy from the small ski lodge, kind of rustic lodge down the hill, finds her and helps her, doesn't know who she is. And so that that was written by. I mean, you basically know what's going to happen woman. the first five minutes in the movie. But again, there was there was some skiing involved. So, you know, what? I was like, <laughs> OK, I'm here. I'm in. I'm in. Dude, Urban Ski Week, there's some skiing involved, too. There's not a lot of skiing going on. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I, I, I stuck through it. I stuck with it. What can I say? Falling for Christmas. And of course, one of the things that I did was look at where was all of this film, because that's what mattered to me more than anything else. All right. All right. You had your priorities. That was my priority. And it was filmed at Deer Valley. Ah, of yes. course. Rich heiress, you know, the whole thing. It fits <clears throat> to have a nice, fancy place to go skiing at. Yeah, it was filmed at, they didn't really say, they called it like Summit Springs or something, like some nice generic mountainy name. Yeah. And they said they filmed it at, it wasn't the Stein Erickson, it was another... Oh, the Goldener Hirsch Inn. Hmm. The Golden Shower Inn? Really? The Golden Fancy Shower case. Inn. Yes. I can't believe they have that in Utah. Absolutely offensive. <laughs> so I guess this Golden Hirschner, there's like two parts to it or something. Huh. It's like the super fancy version. And then there's like the old original rustic version and the old original rustic version is the little North star lodge that the hunky guy runs. And then the big fancy one. I mean, if you go to their website, if you go to goldener, goldener hirsch.com, the, the photo they show on the front page, like they show that view a couple times. There's like this infinity pool, like hanging off the top of the one part of the hotel. And it's ridiculous. And you just look at or it and the then Auberge Resorts collection. I mean, of course. Only of the Auberge. Auberge Resorts. Only good enough for Auberge. Dude's only got two stars on Expedia. No, I'm joking. <laughs> two out of two. It's like Michelin stars, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, like they just keep showing these views. And of course, at the beginning, they show all these like just D bags like rolling up in like Lamborghinis <laughs> and Ferraris and you just watch it. And you're like, I hate all these people. I hate them all. And then I started watching the price of the stock market and seeing everything collapsing. And I'm like, you know what? I hope all those assholes are losing all their money. I'm like, this is good. <laughs> like I just started like finding the beauty in negative things. So that's pretty funny. Bobsledding right there. I'm jealous. Like, what can I say? All right. So well, I watched that movie. If you want to watch it again, it's, it's pretty awful, but it's also adorable. I watched another movie. It was called, what was that one called? Uh, Love Hard. Love which, Hard. <laughs> Love Hard. Which was, was it called How to Grow a Vagina? Is that uh, it well, it was recommended to me after watching this movie. <laughs> Again, Christmas movies. This one is about a woman who has all these horrible like online dates and writes about them for an, a news. Like She lives in That's Los every Angeles. Every woman. 
That's every she, woman that she can't find single. a guy. She writes these terrible like articles about her terrible dates. Of course, because they're, looking cause they're over, all terrible. There's nothing. She's never terrible. She's not. Well, of course. Yeah, she, it's the problem is never her. Never. So then she starts looking across the country. He finds this guy. He's perfect. He's <laughs> across hunky. the country. He lives in Lake Placid. Hunky guy. Adorable. Lake Placid or Lake Flaccid? Lake. Oh, like pup, 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 Placid. That would have been a good twist. Out yes. from Lake Placid, of course. But they're showing this hunky guy. They are talking on the phone. They have this great relationship. She ends up just going. And he says, he texts her, I wish I was with you on Christmas. So she goes, you know what? I'm going to fly out there and surprise him. And of course, she flies into Lake Placid International Airport, which apparently is, I don't know. <laughs> international. It's the international hub yeah. of the U.S. Of, of New York, right? <laughs> so they, they, she goes in there and she goes to the guy's house and he catfished her. Ah. The picture he used was not him. And if you are familiar with the wonderful show Silicon Valley, you know Jin Yang? <laughs> Oh yeah, it's Jin Yang, Jimmy O Yang. Awesome. He had some like hunky, like you know, dude who was actually a guy who lived in that same town in Lake Placid, who he used to be friends with. He used his picture. Nice. I like that. She starts going after that guy, and then it's it's again one of these typical terrible Christmas romance stories, and it's called Love Hard because the guy's favorite Christmas movie is Love Actually. Her favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. So they put love and hard together hmm. and wow. Yeah. So listen, wow. man, I'm telling you Christmas time. I just, uh, my, my defenses are down. I become <laughs> a little soft, little mushy, little six year old girl again. So I watched a movie that I think we've all watched before. I watched it again with my wife yesterday and it's a ski movie. Uh, and we watched it with our son. Who never snow? Saw it. it was Hot Tub Time Machine. Hot Tub Time Machine. There you go. That, that is, is a, a modern a... American classic. It certainly is. <laughs> so we actually watched that yesterday. I was like, all right, let's watch that. My for some reason my wife wanted to watch it. We're getting ready to go on our ski trip in a few weeks. And <laughs> did Bodie get a little I, weird in certain parts with his mom around? He was looking like what he was like, he didn't want to watch it. And he's on his phone. We had to tell him get off his damn phone. Put your goddamn phone down and watch some <laughs> cinema here. That's right. It's and American cinema. He, he saw the first jokes where um, the guy that looks like Stewie was um, ragging on the, <laughs> on the kid. He <laughs> looks like Stewie. <laughs> he's ragging on the kid. And he, Is it um, Lou? Lugal? Lugal. And he starts ragging. And then he was like into it. He's like, all right, that was pretty funny. The guy's just ragging on him. And then he saw boobies and he's like, oh, I'm watching the rest of this. I'm sitting back. I see the rest of this. (laughs) But it was, uh, nah, it's a classic. That's a good, that's a funny movie. It's a good movie. I told, it's got a beautiful story too. Yeah. It's it's not just, uh, you know, trashy. like a trashy 80s ski movie like a hot dog or something it's like a a modernized uh better off dead right if you you take it it's john cusack it's the skiing involved it's the whole little you know there's a a mission to the whole madness what do they always say like white whale and i'm like the white great white buffalo buffalo (laughs) it's like why do you keep saying that Uh, that was a pretty funny movie. Yeah, you know John Cusack hates Better Off Dead and like Does doesn't he? want any part 
like doesn't want to talk about it. Like hates. I mean, he's kind of gone That's off the deep funny. end of it too. But yeah, he like hates that movie and wants nothing to do with it. Damn, which is insane because it's such a great goddamn movie. That's pretty funny. That's yeah. like Sylvester Sloan hating Rocky. So put him on the map. <laughs> he made five of them. Not that that's a brag, but boom. There you go. Boom. V- VHS. VHS. Look at that. VHS. Wow. What is this? What is this? Is there anything then? in the Northern Seaboard that still is able to play that? I don't know. But all I know is if Lane Meyer would have kept that Camaro, oh my God. Yeah. That thing would be worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars now. Matching matching numbers. Oh, oh yeah. Beautiful. That now, again, great. If you look at that movie and where he was living and how he drove to Dodger Stadium somehow, like in like two minutes, like yeah, it all didn't add up. But they had didn't have time for that nonsense in the eighties. They were doing coke. They were putting these movies together. Everybody wants some. Boom! You gotta get. You gotta crank these things out. You get caught up in the movie. You don't care about the logistics. You're like, yeah, it's happening. This is actually what is what what could happen. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, a sight to behold. So I've been doing weird stuff, getting ready for our ski trip. So, um, of course, making the plans. We're going to do Paris. Then we're going to go to Valterrenz. We're going to take a train there. It's going to be a whole. Did you book a ski school, like uh, going to our pal Nick Robinson's website, Maison Sport? I saw that. You missed I, last week's episode? I saw it, but I was like, I'm in Club Med. They they have it all included. So don't have to do that. Club Med. Um, but Melanie's uh, helmet was all white and her jacket is all white. So she's like, you know, I, sh- I probably should. Cause we went to Ogden last year and we're at uh, snow basin and it was snowing and she was basically <laughs> invisible. Yeah. She was invisible. And luckily, you know, she had black pants so I could see the pants, but from the waist up, I couldn't see anything. Her helmet and her jacket, all white in a white out with a little fog. I was like, you're, you're the invisible woman and it's not <laughs> good. So, she asked me, she's like, do you want to paint my helmet? I'm like, hell yeah. So got a metal blue flake paint, painted the helmet, came out perfect. Nice. So very easy to do. You just got to take out all the stuff, take your time, paint it nice. Um, and then I actually put it in the oven and baked it a little bit. Not not on high heat. Baked it. Yeah. Just put the uh, oven on and then shut it off before it gets all the way to the heat. At about a hundred, maybe a little bit more degrees, get the the paint gets a little baked on there a little bit better. It's nice. Interesting. Nice. So it's a uh, metallic blue helmet now. Look at that. Pretty pretty fancy. So if you're looking for a Christmas gift idea for somebody, take their old helmet, paint, paint it, it, bake it, give it right back to them. They won't it's even know. Thought that counts. It sure is. What are you baking? Cookies? No helmet. Baking helmets, bro. <laughs> is that code for something? No, I'm actually literally baking a helmet. Baking a helmet, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's actually a good idea. You could just, uh, and I was looking up online before doing it and people like, yeah, try this, try that. Bottom line is you just paint the helmet. If, if it chips, you paint it again. Like who cares? Right. You can always buy a new one. You can just buy a new one. (laughs) You know, things go really bad. You can always buy a new one. That's what I figured. Like when I, when I was ready to bake it, I was like, "Mm, am I, if I ruin it, I'm like, yeah, I'll just buy another one. There you go. That's so, the winning attitude. Yeah. So I did that. That was a big, big deal getting ready. And the next two weeks, it's the excitement leading up to the trip. I'll be taking out all my ski gear, checking it out, getting it all ready. 
Um, anybody that's hitting the slopes, hopefully you've done that. Uh, if you're getting ready to hit the slopes for the first time, it's a magical time. I like taking out all my gear. I'll recycle, you know, or, or give to goodwill, anything that I don't want anymore. That's in still good condition or, uh, give it to friends of mine if they need some, some more gear, but, uh, it's a, it's a good time. Getting what ready. a guy. Yeah. Got any, uh, Elon Voyagers? And they don't have all the stuff. So I figure, Hey, do you guys need this? You need that? It's nice to share. There you go. Spread the love. Yeah. That time of year. Exactly. That time of year. <laughs> well, hopefully you're getting out there as much as you can and you're having some fun and you're doing some skiing because this season, it is a short one. And if you don't do it this year, you'll just be a year older when you do. This is true. Wise words. Well, that's all we got this week. We want to make sure we got this out there so you can have something to listen to when you're driving. Christmas Day, Christmas week, getting out there. Doing Drive safe, have fun. Have fun. Thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. Check us out, skibumpodcast.com. Socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Untapped, YouTube. We are at Skibum Podcast. Shop. Valentine's Day. MLK. Everyone gives gifts on MLK. Skibum Podcast. Ski bum podcast.com slash shop. Get oh. some stuff. It's too late for Christmas. You're going to have already. to put the logo on, on some of these hats. This is That's, my new purchase, my travel hat. I mean, you got to watch the YouTube video. It is a beautiful hat. It's very swanky. Patreon. We need your help. Patreon.com slash ski bum podcast. Become a donator, become a producer. You have options. Check it out. Thank Come you. Boss. Send us an email, skibonpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next week. Stay high, stay fluting. See ya.